Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you all having a great day out there. So, Focus Friday, and today it's about breath work, breath control, and well, sometimes using it for recovery. I was uh, listening to a podcast recently from physical therapy in the neuro section, and usually I don't spend a lot of time um, working on so-called other realms, right? I don't do a ton of work in pediatric physical therapy, don't do a ton of work in straight up neuro. Love working with the nervous system in my orthopedic and sports patients. But this one was specifically focused on a spinal cord population and new research talking about acute hypoxia and potential ability for this to enhance neuroplasticity with patients. All right, pretty interesting stuff. And basically, they're still in early stages of research with a lot more work to do. What they're finding is that if we have acute bouts of hypoxia, again, hypoxia meaning lack of oxygen, we're talking 30, 60, 90 seconds, not total decrease, but a little bit less. We have enhanced uptake regulation of serotonin receptors throughout our brain and our system, AKA part of our pleasure drug. A little bit different than the addictiveness of dopamine though. But part of that gets upregulated. Then after that gets upregulated, what it does is that enhances BDNF. BDNF, AKA brain-derived neurotropic factor. I'm not gonna get into all the details of the mechanisms at play, but just keep it simple. Acute hypoxia, upregulate serotonin receptors. From here, right, we travel to upregulating BDNF, brain-derived neurotropin factor, which is part of what we use for recovery, for enhancing neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to adapt, evolve, and change. And this is huge for if we talk about what the original population was for, for spinal cord injury patients, can we achieve neuroplasticity at the spinal level, right? We may not be able to jump to jump to jump across these gap junctions yet. May not be able to fill in the gaps between these lesions. But there is a lot that we can do to enhance the ability of these highly variable spinal cord-like structures. There are plenty of parts of the gray and white matter that are enhanced and made specifically to adapt to our rounding situation everything around us for the purpose of enhanced neuroplasticity. These are just some of them that we're taking pure advantage of. So, right, we're going forward, we're moving, we're grinding. What's next? What's next? Well, we'll see. We'll see where the research takes us. We'll see where we have the ability to go and ability to grow. Now, to clarify, put a disclaimer out there, right? I am not an advocate of stopping breathing entirely. We need oxygen to survive, okay? If we're looking at new innovative research, right, this is some of the danger and risk of applying new things. It is a guarantee we need oxygen to survive. 
There have been numerous, countless studies on that for all you research junkie gurus out there. For all of you who are not research junkie gurus, I'm kind of half and half. You'll pass out, you'll stop breathing, you'll die. End of story, no bueno. So we've established breathing is good, but very short, significantly intermittent, aka tons of time for recovery, periods of less breathing can be beneficial. And I liken this to some of the factors, not so much of the lack of breathing itself, lack of oxygen, but in the restorative nature, that fast replenishment, right? Keeping vitality by allowing us to grow. And I'm not saying that this is, lack of oxygen does not affect these things I'm about to say, but these are other mechanisms, other phenomenon of resets in our system, reproducing new blood cells, or people with chronic pain, tons of case stories, examples of where their pain is no longer associated with tissue damage, but they have a heightened sense of pain. Exposed to something completely extreme, like going in frozen like water and being immersed in there for two or three minutes at a time, but able to control, able to breathe through it. They come out and after they realize that they're exhausted, they're screaming, they're yelling, they're in agony because they're basically frozen. Right after they get through that stage, the next thing that they realize is, oh my gosh, so my pain's not there anymore. It's different. We had such a huge reset to our neurological system that, well, there's nothing else left. There's nothing else left. When that pain is so largely neurogenic, we have potential to override it. Now, I'm not saying or pretending that we understand all chronic pain, that it always works. I'm not saying that, oh yeah, 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 you've had pain for four years, so jump, jump, jump in a frozen lake. Not what I'm saying. But we are saying there are fascinating case studies out there showing examples of things like this for the deep power of a neurological system reset. And perhaps by having short bouts of hypoxia in there, acute hypoxia, we could tap into that potential in a safe and very controlled manner for both the people who are healthy and for people who have some deficits in the neurological system that we're trying to grow and help overcome. Now, this is very different than a chronic hypoxia, something like a sleep apnea, where throughout the night, you have decreased breathing, decreased oxygenation, time and time and time and time again. That is not a benefit. That is a deprivation. That is a lack, right? It's one thing to have an acute deprivation for a very short period of time, knowing that you will return to regular, typical breathing patterns after. That is a very different scenario. That is not this, right? Chronic hypoxia, that's medical. You need to get that treated, whether it is through a truly medical intervention or if you just breath work control yourself that you're able to get there or with a coach. Acute hypoxia, again, under recommendations of medical professionals who understand what they're doing, can have a huge and ginormous benefit. So, that's all we got for today. Keep on breathing for now. Tell you don't, but remember to breathe again. All right, y'all, get that BDNF upregulated. Get the brain juices flowing. Neurons changing, adapting. This is what we need to in life. Simply not easy.